the FCS college football experience week two preview and picks episode on the sports gambling podcast network is brought to you by the SGP and free roll football contest. Yes. Join our free rolls, uh, our free season long free roll contest, uh, which is pick them. It's uh, it, it's absolutely fantastic for your chance to win $3,000 and a super bowl autographed SGP helmet. Sign up at sports slash contest. We're also brought to you by Game Time. Snag the tickets without the stress. Use the promo code CFBX for $20 off. Once again, download the Game Time app. Use that promo code CFBX for $20 off. We're also brought to you by Underdog Fantasy. Yes, play the Underdog Pick'em in college or NFL and win up to 20 times the amount of money you enter in one game. Use the promo code SGPN at Underdog Fantasy for 100% deposit bonus up to $100. We're also brought to you by DraftKings Sportsbook. Download the app now and use the promo code SGP. New customers can score $200 in bonus bets instantly when they bet just $5 on any NFL game. Only on the DraftKings Sportsbook with the promo code SGP. And finally, we're brought to you by Hall of Fame Bets, the sports betting research platform for parlays, player props, and game lines. Download the Hall of Fame Bets app or visit hofbets.com. Use that promo code SGPN for 50% off your first month and start making smarter bets today, people. And as always, remember to let it ride. Hey, what's up, you degenerate gamblers? This is Bill Burr, and you're listening to SGPN. Let it ride, baby. Yes. 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 Woo-wee. Welcome. Welcome to the FCS college football experience. Yes. Oh, another week. It's football season folks. And look, you can't, we love the FBS, but they, the FCS is where our heart is at. Let's go. All right. And we got a great week two lineup. I know people are saying, well, they haven't they haven't beat an FBS this year. Relax, oh, relax. All right, the matchups haven't been there. All right, it's all about matchups. People thinking, oh, the talent levels dropped off. No, I completely disagree. If anything, I think it's more talented because of how many transfers are coming in. You're probably wondering who the hell you're listening to, and that's fair. My name is Colby Swigger, database dad, aka Pick Dundee. That's not a pick. This is a pick. He was raised in the land down under, where a man thinks on his feet speaks with his fists and lives by his wits. When Dundee happened, he was a superstar. I'm probably drinking too much and celebrating too much and not sleeping. Would have killed a normal man, but nah, nah, that's gone. The medical advice I got from that was, was like being hit by lightning. Pretend it never happened and get on with your life. Sometimes that's what you gotta do. If you're a, you know, if you're one of those teams that took an L week one, you got to pretend like it never happened and move forward. FCS football, baby. We're covered it all on the FCS college football experience. You can watch this live on YouTube, youtube.com slash the uh, college experience right there. Subscribe sg.pn slash FCS. We got it all. And I'm excited to bring you it all. We got a couple games, you know, kick it off tonight. 
sneaky, sneaky game. Barton and Davidson. Davidson took a loss out the gates to VMI. Uh, there's no line on that one because Barton is not a, a uh, it's an FCS school. It's not an FCS school, I'm saying. Uh, but we do got the Battle of Indiana, the Sycamores. We're just jumping right into this. We got some big time matchups and we got a lot of games to cover. But the Sycamores are taking on the Indiana Hoosiers in about 10 minutes. 31 and a half points is what you're getting. I say, I say you take it. I know they look terrible and lost to Eastern Illinois 27 nothing, but they didn't have their starting quarterback. I think he's going to go, and I'm referring to uh, reigning Missouri Valley uh, freshman of the year, Cade Chambers. And the Mallory angle. I think that's important, you know, when, when looking at this game is the fact that legendary, uh, legendary Indiana Hoosiers head coach, uh, Bill Mallory, rest in peace. Uh, his son coaches at Indiana State. So maybe a sympathy play. Take the points. All right. We hit on Louisville last night, minus the points. Maybe you just take a little, little sprinkle. I don't know. It's Friday night. We have a standalone game. Um, well, let's talk about Saturday's action because uh, we got a loaded slate, guys. This is uh, much better than week one, in my opinion, as far as uh, the FCS slate. So uh, I'm, I'm delighted to bring it to you. And I, it's going to start off with a banger. And I think. This is where, this is where the puck stops. As far as uh, some of the people say, well, the FCS didn't win a game week one, you know, and I, I feel like people that don't actually cover the FCS are making these statements like, like, oh, the talent disparity is worse in the FCS. No, if anything, they've gotten more transfers from the FBS than before, which I think makes their talent level better. Uh, it's just finding the right matchups. And when I see Holy Cross getting 14 out folks, I, I will preface it with this. FCS lines jump like crazy. All right. So if your book doesn't have it right now and it's jumping out later tonight or tomorrow morning, there is a high chance that the number will be completely different. Um, however, 14 points in the Holy Cross Crusaders. I am a bit dumbfounded as they, they go into chestnut Hill, but Holy Cross is located in Boston in case you don't know folks. So what you essentially have is you have like a backyard battle here. This is a rivalry game that goes all the way back to 1896. Uh, and it's the 84th meeting. There's even a book on this. If you, if you're real swift and love college football, get yourself out there and, and, and read a Wally Carew's book on this rivalry uh, that he published in 2012. It's called a farewell to glory, the rise and fall of an epic college football rivalry. I highly recommend it. Um, but if you haven't followed Holy cross football over the past couple of years, they haven't lost a regular season game in three years. Matthew Saluka. I like to call him Tim Tebow, Tim Tebow 2.0. He can play. And if you look at last season, South Dakota state Jackrabbits win the FCS national championship. The team that gave him the biggest fits out of that whole run was the Holy cross crusaders. It was a much closer game. than The final score indicated going into the fourth. It was, a, I think a one score game. If memory serves me correct. Um, I think I, I, I mean, I'll put it like this. Northern Illinois went into to, to Boston college and won last week. Maybe that's a wake up call for Jeff Halfley as you know, there's a high chance that he's fired. If he, if he can't, you know, write this ship and get BC to a bowl game. However, I think Holy cross is better than Northern Illinois. So you're telling me I'm getting 14 points. Let's just, I think there's a money line play. If you get, if your books got it, you hop over there, you bet this thing on the money line. <laughs> I think they're the bet. They got the better quarterback. 
I think they're more physical along the line of scrimmage. I think they have a better defense. I know it sounds crazy. Crusaders. Let's go. Love that game on the schedule, by the way. And shout out some of these matchups this week. Fantastic. If you know the history of uh, the, you know, these college football matchups, uh, let's get over to the second game here. I'm going to go chronologically um, as far as when the times kick. Uh, this is also at 9 a.m. tomorrow. Stonehill taking on Central Connecticut State. Uh, Central Connecticut State did have a blowout win against, I think it was American International. Didn't even know. I don't even know where that is. American International. Shout out to them because they're playing football. And uh, as I try to uh, locate this line right now on, but this is an intriguing game because, uh, you know, Stonehill, you know, obviously not, hasn't been in the FCS that long. And Central Connecticut State breaking in a brand new head coach, you know, just a week ago. Uh, this is one I'm very intrigued by because, and I think you can get this one on the NEC app, folks. So if you're real swift, uh, the NEC app free to download in the App Store uh, or 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 you know Google Play Store, I believe. Um, but yeah, you if you get access to that, and yeah, I don't think I actually wait. Do I have a lot? Yeah, there we go. Uh, Central Connecticut State is laying thirteen and a half points. NEC was, was, you know, I'm sorry. Stonehill was fit, was preseason picked to finish sixth in the NEC uh, as Eli Gardner's, you know, breaking in as uh he's the seventh year there as a head coach. Meanwhile, the new central, the new blue blue demons head coach, Adam Lechtenberg, who came over from Virginia tech was part of Justin Fuente staff. Uh, this is, this is going to be interesting because I think you take Stonehill in the points all day. And I actually think this is a solid, solid bet. I, I just don't think central Connecticut state's just going to blow them out. So you're getting 13 and a half. I think you ride with Stonehill and I think it's a, a pretty solid play. Um, I won't lock it just because of the uncertainty of, of central Connecticut state's win against American international. <laughs> I don't know what to really take from that, but I, I'll tell you, this is pretty close to a lock. Um, let's move along. The Delaware blue hens. First time they're ever playing at Penn State, even though they're right there, border battle, as Patty C says. And what you have here uh, is, you know, Delaware. They're 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 throwing money behind this football program. They're trying to go to the FBS. Meanwhile, Penn State's coming over that you know big time rivalry win against West Virginia, and uh, I think it's a kind of a letdown spot in a way. But at the same time, Delaware lost a lot of veterans from a season ago. Um, this line I'm seeing at uh, Delaware minus 39 and I'm sorry, um, Penn state minus 39 and a half Ryan Cardi year two at Delaware. Obviously he knocked off Navy in the season opener in his first game as a head coach. He used to play quarterback at Delaware. Uh, they don't have Nolan Henderson anymore. He graduated. So they, they're kind of going with two quarterbacks. I, I actually think you got to take Penn state. I think you got to take Penn state here as much as I want to say Delaware gives them a game. I just think the you know, those, that fan, that's a toxic environment and Delaware's got a lot of question marks uh, all over the place. So I actually think I don't feel good about this. I don't think you should play it, but uh, if I had to go one way, I think I would lay the points with Penn state moving along. Some more FBS on FCS uh, matchups there. Youngstown state. The Trestle Bowl. We got the Trestle Bowl here as they're taking on Ohio State. Now, Ohio State has played them <clears throat> a couple times and they've called off the dogs. So when you see a spread sitting there at 40, 43 points or 42 and a half, 
it's tempting because historically they've called off the dogs and they, uh, you know, Jim Trestle's still involved with the Youngstown state program, but Ohio state wasn't super impressive against Indiana a week ago. So I think we actually lay it again, even though I know that, that the two other times they've played, they, they've kind of gone light on them. Uh, so once the third and fourth quarter come, they kind of bring in the backups and, and, you know, 30 point games, 38 point games, something like that. Uh, so, but I, I think Ohio state needs to get points here Impress, home opener. I think they get it done. I think you lay the points. Um, all right, look folks, before we get to the next game, I want to tell you that the FCS college football experience on the sports gambling podcast network is brought to you by the free roll football contest. Have you signed up yet people? Cause what are you doing? Thursday night games already kicked. This is, this is in your final moments. What do you got? Like what? 48 hours. Uh, season long NFL pickup contest, thousand dollars for first place, $500 for second place. And if you're a Patreon member, which you should be, you get $2,000 for first place, a thousand for second place. Think about that. Uh, plus also if you're a Patreon member, you can, and you win the, the free roll football contest, you'll also get an autographed full-size sports gambling podcast helmet with all of our friends that have been to the, you know, been to the studio, uh, Joe Theismann, Bill Romanowski, uh, Pac-Man Jones, John, the spider, Sally, remember him on the bad boys, Eric Metcalf, shout out to Eric Metcalf. Great guy. LeGarrette blunt. Oh, their signature on this football helmet. Uh, so what are you doing? Sign up, sign up links at sports gambling podcast.com slash contest sports gambling podcast.com slash Patreon to get your chance to double your prizes and win the weekly uh, Patreon pick them. We're also brought to you by DraftKings Sportsbook. Yes, you've had we've had seven months essentially without NFL before last night. Seven months without NFL action. That game was fun to watch, even though I feel like the Chiefs' uh, right tackle was offsides every play, false start every play. Uh, but it was a crazy good game. Um, and folks, we got football back. We got we got the NFL back too. Uh, the NFL is here in the DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL, is giving you a can't miss offer for Week One. This week, new customers can get uh, two hundred dollars in bonus bets instantly when they bet just five dollars on any NFL game. Uh, look, I mean, what a deal! Five dollars? You can't even if you're broke. Even if you're flat broke, you quit your job, you dump your girlfriend, dumped you, whatever. You can find call old call old Rebecca. Say, look, I know you dumped me, but give me five dollars. Boom. Next thing you know, you got $205 in your account. You could care less about that relationship. <laughs> I don't know what I'm talking about, but you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, it's a great, it's a great deal. All right. Uh, look, I, I, back when I was single, I'm a married man now, but back when I was single, I feel like, you know, kind of don't want to be in a relationship during football season. Right. Especially if you're young enough. These are the things that matter. Uh, download the app now. Use the promo code SGP to sign up. Uh, new customers can take up $200 in bonus bets instantly just for betting $5. Once again, that's promo code SGP on DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. The crown is yours, people. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details and see specific responsible gambling resources. Bonus bets expire seven days after issuance. We're also brought to you by the Game Time app. All right, look, buying tickets to your favorite event shouldn't be that stressful. All right. And somehow, some way, I guarantee you, you have moments in your life where they become stressful. Right. I went, I mean, I, I use this example. I've talked about I, whether it's an FCS football game, which I, I remember a situation in Missoula 
or I was at Washington Grizzly Stadium and I thought I was just going to be able to get a ticket. It was, it was, a, it was a stressful thing. Uh, I ended up getting it, but also, I mean, even, even if it's not sports, if you're trying to go see, you know, my wife's trying to see all the, the hottest plays, you know, so you're trying to go see Hamilton or something. I don't know. Shit. You think it's uh, uh you just walk up to the, you know, you think you're just going to walk in there and get a ticket. <laughs> you're crazy. You're not going to get that book of Mormon. Good luck. All right. Uh, so, you know, you got to have angles. And one of the angles I recommend is game time. Cause it's a fast and easy way to buy tickets for whether it's sports, whether it's music, whether it's comedy or theater that is near you. Uh, and they got killer last minute ticket deals and the best price guarantee, which I'll talk about in a sec- second, but you can stop stressing over, you know, over the tickets and start getting hyped for all the fun you'll be having at that event. Because let's be honest, whether you're at Washington Grizzly stadium, doing Jaeger bombs in the parking lot, getting ready for the football game. Or if you're going to go see Hamilton and you're a man, you're going to definitely need to do some Jaeger bombs, uh, you know, in the parking lot before <laughs> go to the bathroom by that's what the airport bottles are for. Right. Anyway, uh, folks, uh, you got to check out the game time app. All right. Forget planning months in advance. All right. Cause game time has deals on tickets right up to the very day of the event. Uh, and they give the game time guarantee, which I, is, is fantastic. All right. You'll always get the best price essentially. Um, and get this. If you find tickets in the same section, and row for less game time will credit you 110% of the difference. Woo. Right. Shit. That could be your job. Uh, anyway, get, you got You got to check it out. All right. Snag the tickets without the stress with game time, download the game time app, create an account, use the promo code CFBX for $20 off your first purchase. Once again, terms apply CFBX for $20 off. Download the game time app today. Last bit of tickets, lowest price guaranteed. All right. We are back on the college football experience. And I know Mike Rose, by the way, shout out to Mike Rose host. He hosts this show with me, but he's, you know, had some travel issues we, and the show must go on. All right. So I'm solo, solo Dundee just in the land down under, but we're going to make a lot of money. And that's, that's why you should be checking us out. Shout out to the chat, by the way, I see the chat rolling along. Uh, (laughs) And we got, we got some, we got some fire plays ready for you here. But next up, we do have Delaware State taking on Army. Delaware State lost to Bowie State, uh, a D2 school last week. Army lost to ULM. I was on ULM as a 10-point dog on the money line. You're welcome. And, uh, you know, they're doing the shotgun at Army, which is just ridiculous. But this is a gigantic spread. 40 points, Army's laying. I don't like it, but Delaware State was so bad, I feel like we should probably lay it. Don't bet this game because army's going to bleed that clock. Even though they're passing the ball. I, I don't think it's a refined passing attack. So maybe you take the points. I don't know. I struggled with this game, but Delaware state looked like trash last week. I don't know. I feel like, uh, stay away, stay away. But if come to my head here, I'll, I'll lay the points with army. Uh, we do have a barn burner here. Sacred heart, Georgetown. Okay. I know fans out there are probably saying, why, why are you talking about it? Look, Sacred Heart uh, came into the preseason with, with high expectations. They lose to Lafayette 19-14 week one. Shocking, shocking to me that they, they lost that game. And then you have the Georgetown Hoyas where, you know, I know me and Mike took the Hoyas, but whew, I was not expecting them to whoop Maris, the Red Foxes, the way that they did 49-7. What a, what a, what a nice ass whooping. And this is at Cooper field. And I think, you know, you look back and they, they haven't played since 2010 when sacred heart won by 13. 
I think the Hoyas are in a decent spot, especially judging by Sacred Heart's performance against Lafayette, uh, to 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 move to two and zero. And I was shocked because Georgetown's starting quarterback dipped out to uh, Eastern Illinois. Eastern Illinois just looked fantastic, and I thought, you know, I was not so confident on the Hoyas this year, but that was a very impressive performance. It's going to be fascinating to watch. Uh, this one though, the line is sitting at once again. This is in Washington D.C. Cooperfield. Uh, the Hoyas are laying one and a half. I'll be honest. I think Sacred Heart has a better roster, but they didn't. They didn't execute the way they, they should have a, a week ago. And since I'm from Washington D.C., let's take the Hoyas, baby. Let's go. Um, next up, we move to and and keep an eye on that Central State. Dayton game, Central State. Uh, that's going to be a fun one there. Uh, as as you know, the Flyers have their home opener. There's no no line on that. Same with Virginia Lynchburg and Presbyterian. I feel like Presbyterian is probably going to lose that. South Carolina State taking on Georgia Tech. Yellow Jackets. All right, now Buddy Pugh, final season, legendary coach in South Carolina. But uh, man, they did not look good uh, out the gate against Jackson State. They did cover against Biff Pogey and the Charlotte 49ers, but. I don't know. I mean, I just feel like even with that, uh, if they don't, if, if, if Charlotte doesn't throw a, an interception early in the, early in the, the game, I feel like they probably would have covered Georgia Tech's laying 45 points. You might even be able to find 45 and a half out there. Give me the points. Give me the points. I know South Carolina state's terrible. Give me the points. I don't feel good about that one though. Uh, New Hampshire's taken on Central Michigan. These have been very interesting games lately. Uh, you know, they've played, I think this is the third matchup. The first two were one score games. New Hampshire, obviously, uh, one of the favorites to win in the CAA. And I think this game's fascinating because you have Central Michigan, who for one half looked really good against Michigan State. Uh, then, you know, the floodgates open and they end up getting beat down. Uh, Bertie Manuel Jr., uh, you know, it was fun, fun watch there at. CMU. And then you have obviously Max, Max Brosmer for uh, uh, the Wildcats of New Hampshire were kind of like a blue blood in, in the FCS fascinating game here. I see CMU's laying 13, 13 and a half. I say you got to take the points, but I, I do think CMU's going to win the game. I thought about this a lot. I was like, I, I think New Hampshire can scare them. CMU is, is I was pretty impressed with them along the line of scrimmage against Michigan state, at least for the first half, if they can duplicate that now, is it a get up spot for them? I don't, I don't know because you play Michigan state. That's little brother against big brother. So take the points. Maybe, maybe uh, new Hampshire can pull it off. So uh, I like that angle there. Uh, also Taylor taking on Butler. We don't have a line on that, but the Butler Bulldogs impressive performance in Missoula. I'm going to be interested in watching the Bulldogs as the season continues in the pioneer league. Um, St. Thomas taking on South Dakota. Now South Dakota, I thought played better in, in Columbia, Missouri than I expected them to. So there's that St. Thomas, uh, who I know, you know, watch out 10 years from now, they'll probably be in the FBS. They're throwing lots of money behind that program. And I enjoy them jumping up from D three to D uh, to, to D one, essentially in the FCS. And it's a fun watch. I love, you know, I'm rooting for them, but at the same time, they, uh, this at the Dakota dome and, and judging by how I saw them play against black Hill state, which they there was a, Post game, St. Thomas got the dub. I think you gotta go here uh, when you look at this matchup and say, "Well, I don't know how you could take them," but then you see the spread and you say, "Wait, thirty points!" I will take the thirty points. I'll take the thirty points. 
They'll keep it. They'll keep it within. I mean, like South Dakota by 21, 24, something like that. Uh, so sign me up for that. Eastern Illinois. One of the better story storylines I thought from week one was how well Eastern Illinois looked. You, 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 if you go and look at what, what was done with the Panthers, uh, Pierce Holly, obviously the Georgetown transfer that I was alluding to 19 of 30, 244 yards, two touchdowns and a pick. I thought he was super impressive. Uh, you know, the, the ground game wasn't amazing, but Hey, Bowling green lost to an FCS a year ago. Now granted I was Eastern Kentucky who ended up in the FCS playoffs, but I was impressed with Eastern Illinois. I know Indiana state had a backup quarterback. However, I I just think, uh, you know, they're, they're, they're heading in the right direction. So you look at, and you know, Wilkerson, this is his second year as the head coach of, of EIU. <sighs> they're getting 23 and a half points. I'll take the points. EIU keeps it closer. Bowling green, even though Bowling green probably should have, uh, you know, had that game with Liberty a lot closer pick six. I think they had a block kick for a touchdown too. Uh, like Liberty did against them. So uh, maybe, maybe Bowling Green runs away with it. But I think based on what I saw of week one, I'll take the points. Not a lock though. Not a lock by any means. Uh, Moving along. I am fascinated to watch that one. It's going to be on ESPN plus Um, Charleston Southern's taking on Clemson for the first time ever. Clemson's laying 43 and a half points. Lay it. I think we should actually lock this. Charleston Southern looked really bad. They were very fortunate to get a dub against North Greenville to open the season. Now you're telling me Clemson after all the media has been coming down on Dabo. They've been coming down on, on, on Garrett Riley. Cade, you can find me in the club. Lay the big number with the tigers. Uh, I think they're going to put it on, put it on uh, Charleston Southern there. One of my favorite games of the day. I'm super excited to see Holy cross Boston college. I'll be honest. That's like one of my favorites. There's a few other that I love. And one of them is a SoCon matchup. Shout out to our boy Weehawk. Cause I know he's a huge catamount fan, Western Carolina. Let's take a look at this though. Samford heading into uh, uh, essentially Western Carolina. I always, the city Kulawihi. <laughs> I never been there. I don't know how to pronounce it. I sound like a moron. Welcome to the college football experience. Uh, but no, uh, Samford, obviously Michael O'Hare's a stud, you know, five touchdowns, uh, you know, on the season already, this guy, remember he put a scare. I feel like at the swamp a couple years ago, they beat the uh, shorter university, 69 to 14 out the gate. I don't know how much we can deduce from that, but I know Samford is, is going to be a very good team this year. Uh, and, and they fire the ball. They run the air raid, the, the leech air raid. It's going to be, and he's one of the better quarterbacks in all of the FCS. I think he's got a shot of play it on Sundays. I think it's going to be fun to watch that. But on the other side of things, I, I'm excited about this Western uh, Carolina team. I know you look and say, well, they got destroyed against Arkansas, but okay. We knew that was going to happen. Uh, I was surprised that they played both quarterbacks. I, I Ker- Kerwin Bell, former Florida Gator, a CFL player, NFL player. He's, he's, he's done a really good job. I think improving Western Carolina really fast, but one thing I hate is the, uh, the multiple quarterbacks thing. Cole Gonzalez, uh, Gonzalez and Charlie Dean. Remember Charlie Dean comes over from Harvard. Now you look at the, the stats against Arkansas, Charlie Dean threw three picks. Can't have that. Right. But you're playing Arkansas. He was 15 of 23, 98 yards, only 4.3 yards of completion. So I don't think he's going to get the start based on that. 
Cole Gonzalez on the other side, nine of 14, 118 yards, 8.4 yards of completion, still threw a pick. No, no touchdowns for either of them, but you're playing at, you know, in little rock against, against the Arkansas Razorbacks. Uh, but I do think this is a game I'm fascinated, but to watch this game, this is easily one of my favorite games of the day to watch. Um, you look at this line and, you know, S- Sanford is, is been the better team over the past few years. So I think this is why this line is that they're laying 13 and a half. I love Western Carolina plus the 13 and a half. I love it. I thought Western Carolina went out and was super active in the portal. They brought in some great guys. Now I, I get it. They got, they got to figure out the quarterback situation. And you did just play at Arkansas. The Razorbacks beat you down. And sometimes week two after getting, after pl- playing a real physical team, it's not great for the very next week. However, I just think it's too many points. Fascinated by this game. I think this game could matter. There's certain games this weekend that matter as far as the playoff picture. Because you, you, you figure if these teams don't win the conference, which we would, we would say was SoCon Furman's Furman's favored to win the conference. Uh, so then you get, you got to have the resume and this is why these wins matter so much. The same can be said with the, uh, the Northern Iowa game hosting, uh, they're hosting Weber state. That's a huge game. And then there's another one out there. We'll talk about too. I think everyone knows what we're talking about, but I'm fascinated by watching this one at Bob Wooders field at EJ Whitmire stadium, shout out to Weehawk. And I think you take the points in Western Carolina, but I, I think that's one of the, this, this week two slate FBS or FCS it's fire. Absolute fire. So uh, Southern Utah, BYU, they've only met once before I was impressed. You know, I was on Southern Utah plus the points. I locked that up against Arizona state as they almost won out. Right. I know their coach has had some comments regarding the Arizona state program uh, and uh, which will make it very interesting um, to see, uh, you know, if they schedule again, but uh, fascinated by this game. And the fact that uh, the fact that BYU really struggled offensively against Sam Houston state. Now they won 14, nothing Sam Houston got down to the one yard line and threw a pick. I also got, you know, another turnover on their side of the field as well. Uh, Sam Houston's better than Southern Utah though, but I do like this Southern Utah team. I think they're going to be a player in the UAC. I think a lot, I thought the, the preseason polls are off on, on Southern Utah. I think they're going to be play a, a player. So when I look and I see this line though, I do expect I do expect uh, BYU to to bounce back. It's in Provo. They gotta they gotta really start get, getting it going as Big Twelve plays right around the corner. Uh, and then they also have that trip to Arkansas. Actually, before that, I believe BYU is laying twenty three. I went back and forth on this, but I think you should actually lay the twenty three. I, I wouldn't be surprised if it's if it's maybe a game in the first half. And I know that offense has got some question marks, but Jay Hill I thought was doing a great job on the defensive side of the ball with BYU. Remember, former Weber State head coach. Um, I think you got to lay the points at the end of the day. So, uh, Eastern Kentucky's taking on Kentucky. Kentucky's laying 34 and a half points. Last time they played, well, I think last two times they played, they kept it within 14, I believe. Uh, one of the games, I think, went to overtime. Um, EKU, what happened? I get a Walt Wells back. Parker McKinney, I mean, I did not think. I was way off on that game against Cincinnati. I thought with the points, we bet it. Cincinnati whooped that ass. And it has me very, very weary. But the, you have the little brother point. I'm going to ride the Colonels one more time. Give me the 34 and a half. But man, I don't feel good about this one after watching them last week. 
Uh, Campbell is taking on the Citadel. Citadel, obviously, the NCAA rule changes, I think, a big deal. They got shut out in Statesboro against uh, Georgia Southern. Meanwhile, Mike Minter, the Campbell Camels, did cover for us week one against the William and Mary tribe. I, I think this is a, this is a fa- kind of a fascinating matchup. I want the Citadel to get good, but they're breaking breaking in a new head coach, and I think that's, you know, there's a little bit of a, a curve there now. I'm surprised to see Campbell just a three-point favorite. I think we load up on Campbell. Haj Malik Williams, seventh-year starting quarterback. I mean, what am I missing here? They lost to William and, I mean, William and Mary's going to be really good. I, I think this is a good team. You know, I like the running backs, uh, McDowell, Omega McDowell. He's a stud. I think we bet heavy on the Campbell Camels. Lock it up. All right. Moving along. Uh, VMI shout out. Danny Rocco comes in game one, gets a dub against Davidson and made the FCS playoffs past two years. I think right. Two, two or three shout out to Danny Rocco. They're, they're heading, they're heading to, to PA to take on Bucknell. The Bison and uh, Bucknell actually pretty impressive performance against JMU. Uh, VMI is laying 15 against Bucknell, 15 and a half, actually. I think you got to take Bucknell based on what I saw. I think this is almost lockworthy. Ride the Bison. Take, take the Bison plus 15 and a half. I know they're offensively challenged, but so is Danny Rocco's football teams. It's not like they bl- just put it on Davidson. Scored 13 points. <laughs> Take the points and, and buck now. Let's go. Wagner, the vacuum companies, heading to Annapolis to take on Navy. Brian Newberry looking for his first win of his uh coaching career in Annapolis after getting getting the tar beat out of him in Ireland. And I fully expect Navy, but this is a 49-point spread. Sorry, can't do it. Give me Wagner. Navy's gonna put it on him. But they're gonna call off the dogs, I'm hoping. Give me a give me a 49 to 3 final. Wagner covers. Don't bet this game. Do not bet this game. Texas Southern's taking on Toledo. Toledo's laying 41. Toledo's laying 41. And, uh, you know, 41 points. It's a big number. Toledo should have beat Illinois a week ago. I think they put it on Texas Southern. I will lay the 41 against Michael Strahan's alma mater. Uh, next up, we go to Richmond taking on Michigan State. These teams have never played before. The Spiders, you know, uh, been a great FCS school for the past 30 years. I feel like, uh, you know, Michigan state found their rhythm in the second half against central Michigan and, and, and Richmond, obviously Reese Dinsky, all those guys, even their OC bounces out to, to Western Michigan. They're go, They're an air raid, air raid team down there with the spiders, but they're catching uh 29 and a half 30. I actually think we got to lay it. I don't think they're ready for this. I think, you know, there's too much inexperience here with the spiders lay the 30 with uh, Mel Tucker and Sparty as I think they moved to two and zero. fascinated by this next matchup, Southern Illinois, Northern Illinois. This is the way things should be. In my opinion, this game should happen every year. I'm just going to go ahead and say, it. put it on the schedule every year. They've been playing since 1931. All right. Saluki's actually uh, won the last matchup in DeKalb. I'm fascinated by this game because you have Northern Illinois, Rocky Lombardi related to Vince Lombardi. Coming off of a, a gigantic win against Boston College, where they paid him million over a million dollars, and the Salukis don't look now. I was I ate shit on this bet. I actually thought that was going to be a game against Austin P. Nick Baker, lighting it up, nine point five yards of completion, three touchdowns, zero interceptions. I know the run game was 
eh, needs needs some help, but the receiving game. Hmm. Deontay Cox, Isaiah Hardup. Super impressed by the Saluki's performance. Uh, so when I look and I see this line sitting there at uh, you know, the Saluki's getting three and a half. I say you take it. It's a great letdown spot for Northern Illinois. I think Northern Illinois, I mean, this is, this is gonna be a close game. I'm excited to watch this one. Uh, like I said, if there's like five games, I've already mentioned three of them. Samford, Western Carolina, Holy Cross, Boston College. I like this matchup right here. Maybe maybe six games. Maybe six games that I really, really, really love. Um, moving along. Maine, North Dakota State. Black Bears almost beat the airport FIU. Meanwhile, North Dakota State looked good again. Looked, I think, better than what people thought against uh, Eastern Washington. Um, but at the same time, the Black Bears, they're not the same program they are. Uh, North Dakota State's laying 35 points. I think you should take Maine, though. Take Maine. Give me the 35. North Dakota State still needs to prove it to me as far as, uh, especially with the running clock and everything. Take the 35. I don't feel good about that one. Lehigh, Merrimack, getting it done on the field. NEC front row app. Lehigh coming off of a beatdown by 28 by the Villanova Wildcats. Meanwhile, Merrimack, 22-point loss to Holy Cross. There's no shame in that, in either of the losses, really. Um, it makes for a compelling game this Saturday, uh, you know, at the Dwayne Stadium there in Massachusetts. Uh, the last time they played, Lehigh did win 10-3, to but I fully expect... Mary Max laying 11. I think we lay it. I think we lay it. I think they bounce back. I think Mary Max better than what we think. Lay it against Lehigh. Uh, but it'll be, it'll be interesting to see incarnate words, take it on Northern Colorado. Obviously um, incarnate word loses at UTEP. All those transfers. It was a lot to ask to come in and beat an FBS week one. Northern Colorado also looked like, like, you know, what it was lamb's first game. Relax, relax. But uh, yeah, Northern Colorado is getting 15 points and I don't think they should. I think, I think, uh, I think we take incarnate word minus the 15 here. I think incarnate word, I dub bounces back. I didn't see enough out of Northern Colorado. I think it's a pretty decent play. The only thing is it's on the road, but I, I like laying the 15. Uh, we got a lot more on the schedule, but before uh, we get to the next game, I want to tell you that the FCS college football experience is brought to you by Hall of Fame bets win bigger by betting smarter this NFL season with Hall of Fame bets, the sports betting analytics platform for parlays, player props, and game lines. Research every single NFL, NBA, MLB, and soccer bet with historical stats and data. Enter any parlay idea into the Hall of Fame bets revolutionary parlay optimizer tool, and you'll get hit rates broken down by each leg. All right. Uh, as well as an expected probability for the entire parlay. Uh, sort all players by hit rate. It, it's absolutely fantastic. All right. It's, it's, it's going to tell you which players are hot, which ones are not, which ones are value picks. Uh, so stop betting in the dark and join over 30,000 users researching with Hall of Fame bets to craft more intelligent, data driven parlays. Download the Hall of Fame bets app or visit hofbets.com. Dot com. Use the promo code SGPN for 50% off the first month starting today. Start researching. Start winning with Hall of Fame bets, baby. Uh, we're also brought to you by Underdog Fantasy. Yes, Underdog Fantasy is a way to play alongside your favorite football team all season long. 
with their fantasy pick em game, you can pick between two to five players, select whether they'll go higher or lower on their stat projection, then do what you spend, do what you do every Saturday and Sunday. Sit your ass down and watch all the games. Let's go. All right. You can win up to 20 times the amount of money you enter in a single game by going five for five. So it's a fantasy contest. You can win real money, people. Uh, so watch a lot. I already talked about underdogs I like. All right. I got a couple, I got a couple others we're going to talk about, but I've already, holy cross, Crusaders, let's go. Uh, so watch along, make picks and maybe make a little cash on Underdog's mobile app or website, underdogfantasy.com. When you sign up with the promo code SGPN, Underdog will double your first deposit up to $100. That's Underdog Fantasy promo code SGPN. Savannah State, they used to be FCS. They're taking, they're taking on Bethune Cookman. <laughs> Watch out. Savannah State might be able to get him. Shannon Sharp's alma mater. Savannah State needs some of that Shannon Sharp money. Come back to the FBA, or the FCS. Portland State's taking on Wyoming. I'm super impressed. I profited. I was on Wyoming money line against Texas Tech, and I had that parlayed with Colorado on the money line, and I've been basically bathing in cash because of that. That was like the best parlay I've hit in a while. So I hope you cashed in. Listen to the FBS show, too. Uh, Wyoming is, you know, this is the team I'm high on. When I went to Mountain West Media Day out here in Vegas, and uh, I was really impressed with the confidence Craig Bull had in his team, returning 10 of 11 starters on the defensive side of the ball. Andrew Peasley back at the quarterback spot. And meanwhile, Portland State's coming off a game where they lost uh, by, by 70, 74 points or something. <laughs> Interesting here. Letdown spot for Wyoming after a gigantic win. And Wyoming's not traditionally the type of team to really blow you out. So they're not really built for that, but at the same time, they are laying 30 and a half. Give me Portland state to cover the 30 and a half. Give me Wyoming. Like, I don't know, 35, seven, maybe 35, 14, the Wyoming Cowboys get it done. Shout out to the fine people watching the show live out here. We're, by the way, folks, you can come catch us live. We are recording live in Vegas at the, Beautiful wind casino. We're in the blue wire studio. Shout out to uh, the crew behind the scenes, making this happen. Uh, we move along next game on the slate. And I am excited to see Colorado Mesa against San Diego, but we don't have a line on that. Let's get to Cal poly San Jose state. I'm fascinated by this matchup. San Jose state. Oh, and two Chevin Cordero. Very good quarterback. Even Jay Butterfield, the backup looked good. I think they're a lot better than oh, and two. They just played USC and Oregon state. But Cal Poly is a fun story. They get the five-star Hjord coming at the quarterback spot. They get that John Madden, $35 million donation. I'm ready to watch the Mustangs dominate. Let's go. Uh, they coming off of a 27, 10 win against the Toreros. Maybe they can give the, you know, maybe they can give Sparty a game. And this is a game that I, I, I like to see on the schedule. I like seeing this back on the schedule because, you know, this is one that I think goes back to the night uh, to 1923. And you know, they, I know Cal Poly's only beaten them once in, in 1958, but I like it back on the schedule. Regionality, you know, we love college football for that. Um, San Jose State, though, is is laying uh, 31 points. I think they're probably going to lay it on Cal Poly. Cal Poly, you're in year two. I mean, you know, I'm sorry, you're in game two. Uh, I feel like San Jose State's in game three. There's an advantage, and they're they're hungry for that first win. They had a sellout last week. Dick Vermeil was there. I think San Jose State lays it on Cal Poly, but I'm excited to watch Cal Poly all, all year and, and see what happens to the St. Louis Obispo. Uh, next up, we jump to 
good old Northern Arizona, the potato bowl. It was a fun one to watch. This one didn't make my top six games of the week, but it's right on the outside as Northern Arizona heads to North Dakota. Fascinated by this one. Obviously the potato bowl is fun. Grand Forks, North Dakota, North Dakota looked pretty good. Beating the beating the tar out of Drake 55 to seven. Uh, meanwhile, Northern Arizona did not look great as they took on the Arizona wildcats and lost 38 to three. Um, I'm a bit interested to see, you know, Northern Arizona, obviously Martinez bounced out to Baylor at their quarterback spot. So they went, they went with Kai Milner uh, who was 14 of 22, you know, 166 yards. So I actually think they might have something with him. But I think North Dakota, this is, is this, is this the year that North Dakota really, you know, steps up and makes a deep run into the FCS playoffs. A lot of Tommy Schuster's at the quarterback spot. Perhaps it is um, this line though, sitting there at uh, North Dakota laying 16 and a half. I think it's a little bit too many points. I'll take, I'll take NIU, the lumberjacks to bounce back after playing a tough uh, power five team and Jaden Delora and the Arizona wildcats. So give me the points. That's a top 10 game right there. That is a top 10 game. Let's watch that one. Uh, this is another one that's super fun because it, it, we love college football. We love regionality. Illinois state's taking on Western Illinois. This is a game that goes back to 1904 people, 1904. And guess what? The Leathernecks, although terrible last year, they, uh, and I cashed in on, I faded them last week. I took New Mexico state and it cashed, but they actually, Western Illinois played better than I thought they would to tell you the truth. But they also lead the all-time series against the, you know, Redbirds of Illinois State, 52 to 50. It's also been three ties, but I like this game on the schedule. Um, and you sit there and look at this one, and you say, wait, Illinois State's laying 13. Now we did lock up Illinois State a week ago, and Illinois State beat the shit out of Dayton. We were all in that. Hope you tailed us on that. 41-0, dominating performance. I still think we got to go Illinois state here, even though it's on the road and it's a rivalry game. I mean, it's a lot of points for a rivalry game. Actually it was a seven point game a year ago. You know what? Give me the Leathernecks at home in the points. They keep it close. Excited to watch this one. Top 10 in my opinion, because of the, the history. Let's go. All right. Next up. Somewhat intrigued by this one. Southeast Louisiana is coming off that loss in Starkville to Mississippi state. Now they head to mobile. Alabama to take on South Alabama, who I lost money on a week ago. Cause I thought they'd be able to cover and maybe even win out right against Tulane. That did not happen. Tulane looked really good. So this is one where I feel like uh, I'm somewhat intrigued, but I, I kind of expect South Alabama to bounce back. South Bama's laying 25. I'll take the points and see and Sela, but 25 points. Give me South Alabama, like 42 to 20. Get a cover, get a cover with the Lions, but I don't. I don't feel great about that one. Don't take that one. Uh, Austin P is taking on Tennessee. This game's this game's brutal. This game is one you don't want to watch. Um, the line is sitting there at Tennessee minus thirty nine. Lay it. Austin P looked terrible. Um, Fordham's taking on Buffalo. That's somewhat of an intriguing game to me. Buffalo looked a lot better than I thought against uh, Wisconsin. Covered for us. Uh, but Ford Fordham kind of opened it up, got some things going. Obviously, you know, they lost a lot from a year ago. Tim, Tim DeMora right off to the NFL. Uh, their backup goes transfers to old dominion and follows their offensive coordinator that goes to old dominion. Uh, and, and Fordham, you know, CJ Montez, I thought looked pretty good a week ago, you know, 319 yards, five touchdowns, zero interceptions. Damn right. You're looking good. 
So I think this game's a little more interesting um, than than it appeared to be a couple weeks ago. Uh, the number is sitting there at where is this line? Uh, Buffalo minus twenty two. I actually think you got to lay the twenty two. I was impressed with Buffalo. Maybe that one point gets you a cover, but I think you got to lay it. Uh, moving along, we got a lot on the slate. Uh, Duquesne taking on West Virginia. People don't know this. Duquesne leads the all-time series against West Virginia. Yeah, I repeat, the Duquesne Dukes. This game goes back to 1914, by the way, and I love this little Pittsburgh. This is an appetizer for the backyard brawl. Next week we get the backyard brawl, West Virginia Pitt. Well, this week you get Duquesne, who's located in Pittsburgh. Heading to Morgantown. They're going for the Pittsburgh sweep. Uh, this is one though. Yeah. <laughs> Duquesne leads the all time series as a one game lead. They won the last matchup by 19. Who am I to fade the Dukes of Duquesne? Uh, but this line is, is going to be, uh, it's, it's going to be quite, quite massive though. Um, where are we at here with this? Uh, Dub V's laying 42. Take, give me the Dukes. They're covering 42. Let's go. Uh, St. Francis taking on Robert Morris. Robert Morris hopefully has their uniforms this, this, this week because uh, they didn't when they went to air force, Bernard Clark's got his work cut out for him. Former Miami hurricane linebacker, the head coach of Bob Morris and St. Francis PA, I think is due for a bounce back spot. Uh, St. Francis is laying 21. I think we lay the 21. I, I don't feel good about it. Lay the 21 though. Uh, Lafayette Duke. This is a game that I think is just going to be a, just a gigantic blow. Duke's laying 45 points. Give me Lafayette. Nah, I don't know. I can't do that. I'll, I'll lay it with Duke. Duke was impressive. It's a letdown spot, but what point does Elko call off the dogs? Actually, give me Lafayette plus 42, maybe 42 and a half shop around. Uh, this is, this is a top 10 matchup here. Kennesaw state Chattanooga. Obviously we know Kennesaw state jumping to the FBS next year. Chattanooga, the mocks. They got aspirations. They think they can make the FCS playoffs this year. Sitting there in the SoCon. Uh, if you look back at, at the week one performances, you know, Chattanooga lost to North Alabama by 14. Well, they thought they could be an FCS playoff team. When you have a loss like that, it's not a good start. Kennesaw state though, obviously an independent this year, but they uh, beat, beat Tusculum by 31 uh, Chattanooga. If they want any chance of somehow reviving their season, they need to They need to get this done here. Uh, against Kennesaw as Kennesaw prepares to jump to the FBS. This line uh, sitting at, where am I at here? Chattanooga minus nine and a half. I'll take the points in Kennesaw until, I mean, based on the, the what I saw a week ago, give me the points in Kennesaw. Uh, Wofford, William and Mary. This is uh Sean Watson. Uh, you know, Narduzzi did a, did him a solid went light on him. Only lost by 38 at Pitt. And meanwhile, William and Mary, Mike London, great win against the Campbell camels as uh Walter's able stadium. It's going to be rocking this Saturday. Um, this is one William and Mary's laying 15 and a half. Hello sports. Good luck. Uh, give me the 15 and a half. Maybe Wofford can keep it close. Give me the 15 and a half. Maybe I'm stupid, but I don't love this play, but let's go. Norfolk state's taking on Hampton. And uh, this is, this is uh, the classic, man. This, uh, this is a great game. It's a rivalry game here. We got going on at Armstrong stadium. Um, but you know, Hampton did cash in for me last week as they beat, the, they beat Grambling covered uh, the three and a half. 
Norfolk state though, uh, lost to Virginia state who is not in the FCS. Got some questions about the Spartans moving forward, but uh, this is a rivalry game. So we throw, throw the record books out here. I'm trying to find the line on this game. I think I have it somewhere in my notes here. Um, this line is sitting at, where is this game? I don't know. I don't have, maybe I don't have it right now. That seems to be one that is not out there, but even if so, I like, I like Ham- no Hampton minus 16 and a half. It's there. It's a lot of points. Give, give, give me Norfolk state to cover. I know that sounds crazy. They just got whooped, but it's a rivalry game. Give me the points. Uh, Colgate taking on Villanova. Uh, Nova's laying uh, what? 30 points. I think I'm sorry, not, no 24 and a half, not 30. 24 and a half Nova's laying. I think you should lay it. Did you see Colgate against Syracuse? They look terrible. And I think, watch out. Nova's playing better ball. Uh, Valparaiso, watch out against Indiana Wesleyan. Dangerous game there for the Crusaders. Monmouth in Towson, CAA action. Monmouth's laying three and a half. I think we lay it. I think we lay it. Um, Miles taking on Alabama State. Elon Gardner Webb. This is one of my top six. I'm excited about this one. You have Gardner Webb, who I thought was super impressive against, uh, you know, in, in defeat, they lost in Boone, but I was impressed. Matthew Codwell at the quarterback spot, you know, for, for three quarters, they were in that game. Uh, I love the running backs, Gaither, uh, Nari Gaither, uh, at the running back spot. I think they're going to be able to, this is in boiling Springs. They're at home against Elon. I get it. Elon lost by, you know, what was it? 20 points, 21 points or something to wake Forest. But if you look at what happened in that game, Matthew Downing, the LaTeX and TCU transfer comes in. And I know that he, you know, he didn't, he only threw seven passes. And then after that, it was Justin Allen. Either way, I think, you know, both these teams we could be seeing in the FCS playoffs. Uh, it's a big opportunity for Elon to bounce back. I think it's one of the better games of the day. And uh, this game's at a pick. It's at a pick. I like Gardner Webb to get it done at home. Let's go. Let's go running Bulldogs. Uh, moving along. Morgan State's taken on Akron. These teams have played before, surprisingly. Um, this is one where I think Akron, I, I was on Akron against Temple. Moneyline didn't hit. Akron was up like 85% of the game. Uh, but EJ Warner and the Owls came storming back. Um, Akron is laying t- uh, 24 and a half points. It's a big number. Big number, but I actually think we lay it. Let's go. Joe Moorhead, first one of the season. Houston Christian's taking on Western Kentucky. This game's going to be terrible, in my opinion. Uh, I mean, even though Houston Christian looked better than I thought, but it's just, man, these, these, uh, I just think it's a bad spot for them. Bad spot for them. They have played before. This is not the first matchup of the season, believe it or not. Or their, I mean, of their history, not, not of the season. I can't talk. Western Kentucky's laying 49 points. You know what? Give me Houston Christian in the point. Do I feel good about it? No. Should you bet this? No. Uh, Northwestern State's taking on La Tech, and this is this is one that's interesting because Northwestern State. Uh, this is a rivalry. This is something that goes back to 1922, and you know, La Tech won the last matchup in 2017, but in 2014, the game before, so two times ago, Northwestern State scored an upset against the Bulldogs. Sign me up for this fun. Um, but uh, a lot of text laying 26. Northwestern State at 
lost their top guys in the portal. So I think I think this is something where uh I actually think we gotta lay it. I think we gotta lay it. Uh Lane College in Alabama and North Alabama, Tarleton State. I'm I'm intrigued by this because North Alabama wins against Chattanooga and they played Mercer a lot better than than I think anyone any of us thought. And uh they 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 head to Tarleton, Texas to take on, you know, Tarleton State. Both these this is a UAC game that I think is all of a sudden heated up uh, better than we thought it would be two weeks ago. And when you look at what North Alabama has been doing now, if you had a chance to watch that week zero game, you saw, you know, they have Noah Walters at the quarterback spot, but they also get this, uh, get TJ Smith in, involved. And I think it makes it hard to prep for them. TJ Smith can run. And on the other side, obviously you have Charlton state where, you know, uh, this is a team that is investing in football. They're going in the right direction. They believe Victor, uh, Cabalas is their quarterback. Uh, he just threw for 344 yards, three touchdowns, two picks though. in that blowout win against McNeese intrigued by this matchup. Some um, probably just outside my top 10 matchups, but Tarleton state's only laying a point fascinated by that. I'm taking Tarleton though at home. I'm following the money. Give me Tarleton fascinated by this matchup. Let's go. Let's watch this one. Uh, Idaho taking on Nevada. I'm certainly fascinated by this matchup um, because Nevada. So I, Nevada's laying, Nevada's laying a field goal. This wasn't a pick. I think when I did this the other day, but I've seen a field goal right now. I think Idaho's the better team. Watch out. Giovanni McCoy. I'll take the Idaho Vandals to win out right in Reno. This is a, this is a, this is a great game. I want to watch this game. This is a, this, and then this is another one, folks, if you love college football, this goes back a ways 1935 and the, the, the series was very close, but the Nevada's pulled, they got a, a 13 game lead. Now Idaho hasn't won against Nevada since 99. This is, this is their opportunity. This is their opportunity for the Vandals. If they're going to be a serious contender, get this win right here and it will help you because let's be honest, it, it, it's going to be hard to win the big sky, Montana state, Montana, uh, Weber state, UC Davis, you got teams looking really good. Uh, get this win helps you on that selection Sunday. Uh, then we have this one fat, always fascinated by this one, North Carolina, central North Carolina, a and T. This is a longtime rivalry. Shout out to Terrell Furman jr. As he, uh, he, he's always, you know, he's an a and T grad and this is a big time game in the state of North Carolina. Love this game on the schedule. And you look Trey Oliver and North Carolina central won the celebration bowl. They returned Davis Richard at the quarterback spot. They're loaded. They seem to be primed for a deep run, maybe, maybe a national championship run again, you know, but at the same time, rivalry game, a and T brand new head coach, Vincent Brown, former uh, Bill Parcells linebacker of the new England Patriots. Uh, they lost by 15 a year ago, but they didn't have Vincent Brown a year ago. And I, a and T they lost by 29 to UAB, but that's not a terrible loss. So you look at this game and this one is, uh, this one's on my top 10. I got to watch this. It's fun to watch these rivalry games. Um, but this is one where uh, you look at the spread and you say, okay, what, what's really going to happen here? Um, A&T is laying three. I'm sorry. Central is laying three. I thought that spread would be a lot higher, but I guess you have the rivalry aspect here. But I'm taking Central all day. I know it's at A&T. College football campus tour is going to be at this game. Shout out to him, Michael Barker. Give him a follow on Twitter at CFB Campus Tour. 
fascinated by this game and uh, yeah, can't wait for it. And then uh, folks, the game of the day, talk to my guy, Stone Lebanowitz today. He's on his way to Brookings, South Dakota for Montana state, South Dakota state. This is, this is what we've been waiting for. This is the best non-con game in the, at least from a preseason standpoint. Uh, that we, this is like Alabama, Texas. People are talking about Alabama, Texas in the, the FBS front is the, the, the non-con game of the year. I would say this is the FCS non-con game of the year here. These teams and South Dakota state seems to have had their number uh, since the year, you know, I think they first started playing in Oh four or something, uh, but John Stiegelmeyer is gone. He's no longer the head coach. It's, it's now, uh, you know, so there's intrigue in that capacity. I know they're loaded. Everyone's got South Dakota state winning it all. Um, but Jimmy Rogers, we've never seen him be the, be the main guy. So Bernowski's back at quarterback. I get it. They, they're loaded. The receiver position, the run, the, the offensive line, the defense line, they're loaded. But on the other side of this, you know, and by the way, like if you haven't watched South Dakota state, I think you will enjoy uh, the, the janky brothers. But uh, anyway, yes, uh, Montana State, though, on the other side of this, they've been prepping for this. This is, this is what they've been talking about all offseason. They want revenge. Tommy Malott, you know, Sean Chambers, the two quarterback monster that they got. Uh, Scotty, My or uh, yeah, Scotty Humphrey. I'm sorry. I said Scotty Montgomery, the former ECU coach. Um, I can't wait to watch this matchup. I'm fascinated by it. Um, I, I, I'm like the, the, I feel like the public or everybody is thinking South Dakota state's going to probably run away with it. And that's, that's fair because, uh, you know, they've been such a, a wagon lately, but, uh, SDSU is laying nine points right now. I'm seeing, I think we should lay it. Unfortunately, I think we should lay it as much as I like them a lot. I didn't think, I think you got to lay it. I just think they're loaded. So sorry, Bobcat fans. I think that's the play. That's obviously the best game of the day. That's the number one game of the day to watch. And that's on a slate. That's just a loaded, loaded slate. We have a few other games, Arkansas Pine Bluff taking on Tennessee state in Memphis, Tennessee. Uh, Pine Bluff is getting 13 and a half points. Obviously Tennessee state coming off the Notre Dame loss. I actually think you lay it with uh, Eddie George. I think it's a solid play in Memphis at Pine Bluff. It's going to, it's going to take a little bit. I think Eddie George is going to handle business against them. Lindenwood take it on Southeast Missouri state. Simo Simo's laying 19, even though, uh, Lindenwood, I mean, winning 77 to nine against Wisconsin. Steven points flex, baby, the penitentiary of Lindenwood. It's too many. It's, it's not too many points. Actually. I think Simo's still going to beat them down after that K state loss. I like laying the points with Simo Jackson state Southern. This is a rivalry. It goes back quite a ways. And Jackson State's laying two points that I'm seeing right now. I think you lay it. Jason Brown, they get back. They obviously, we were on Florida AM last Sunday in the Orange Blossom Classic. I think Jackson State bounces back. Get they get it done on the road in Baton Rouge. Let's go. Lay the two points. Um Missouri State taking on UT Martin. I'm intrigued by this game. UT Martin looked really good against Georgia. Uh, and Missouri state looked better than what I thought against Kansas, especially the first half. So I'm, 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 I'm actually intrigued to watch this matchup. Uh, UT Martin's laying five. I think we lay the five, but I don't feel very confident after watching UT, uh, Missouri state the other day. 
I am excited to watch Northwestern Iowa take on Drake. Northwestern Iowa won uh, the uh, what was it D two national championship a year ago. Um, watch out, Drake. Watch out. Uh, Morehead State and Mercer. This game will be a bloodbath as it was I feel like a year ago. But Mercer not not necessarily. So Mercer's laying forty seven and a half points. Give me give me more head in the points. I'm not sold on Mercer this year. I thought I'd be more sold. Florida A&M is taking on South Florida. The Bulls. The Bulls just got a huge amount of money. Huge amount of money to build a new stadium. Alex Galesh, the new new head coach, but Florida A&M, Jeremy Mosa, Willie Simmons. I was on them on Sunday. They look good. The Rattlers are catching, I believe, what was the 17? Let me double check on this. Uh, they are catching. Where's this game? I believe it is 17. I'm just Yeah. 18. Actually they're catching 18 points. Give me the rattlers and the points. Watch out. Watch out. This could be, this could be another money line play here. Alcorn States taking on Stephen F. Austin. This is actually one of the better games as well. Um, both teams lost a, a, a week ago, but I thought SFA looked pretty good in their loss. Um, uh, super fascinated by, by this game. I'd say it's, it's probably this is a top 15 game of the week. Um, Alcorn though is laying a uh, what is this number? I'm sorry, Stephen F. Austin is laying 16 and a half. I think we should lay it. I think they get it done. Um, moving along, Abilene Christian taking on Perry View. Uh, AC is uh, laying nine and a half points against my guy Bubba McDowell in the and 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 Prairie View. This is an interesting one to me because. I feel like I feel like Abilene's not as good as I thought they would be. But I think at the end of the day, you gotta lay it. You gotta lay the nine. Uh only a few more games left, folks. Uh the SEC plays a ton of games against the FCS. That is Furman, South Carolina, little brother. I wasn't super impressed with Furman week one. This is an intriguing angle, but I think South Carolina, the way that they lost that game, I think they bounce back and get it you know, and make a statement against Furman, despite it being, despite it being little brother. Uh, so I, I know that spread I think is at 19 or 20, uh, 20. I think I've seen right now. I think you lay it with South Carolina. I think they put it on them. Uh, Florida's laying 46 and a half against McNeese. I think you lay it. I think you lay it. Um, Grambling and LSU are doing battle. Obviously Brian Kelly and his family. Need to have a big time win. LSU's laying 50, 57 points. Oh man. Come on, Grambling. Give me Grambling in the point. No, I don't. I don't. Yeah. Give me Grambling in the points. I don't know. Don't bet this game. Nichols is taking on TCU. TCU's laying 42. Lay it. Bounce back spot. Lamar, Louisiana Monroe, ULM. This is a game that goes back a ways. It's a game that goes back a ways. I like this game on the schedule. ULM's laying 31 and a half, though. Obviously, Lamar's been asked lately. 31 and a half is a lot of points, though. Give me Lamar and the points. Tennessee Tech. Golden Eagles are taking on New Mexico. I know GBO Farms is talking about this matchup. New Mexico's laying 21 points. I actually think you should lay it. Even though Tennessee Tech looked, looked all right against, who was it? Berman. I'm still laying it, though, in Albuquerque. Idaho State, Utah State. This game goes back to like the early 1900s. Love this game on the schedule. Idaho State, Cody Hawkins. Out the gate, impressive performance in San Diego. Utah State is laying uh, this number sitting. Where's this game at? 
I want to say 24 and a half points. Too many points. Give me the Bengals getting 24 and a half against Cooper Lagasse and Utah State. Only a few more games left, folks. I know I'm just sitting here rambling. Montana is heading to, to uh, what, like Zion National Park, take on Utah Tech. Um, this is, this is, you know, Montana, that Butler game was intriguing and Utah tech is catching 15 and a half points. Give me Utah tech in the points. Give me Utah tech in the points. I don't know if I'm buying in to Bobby Hawk and the Grizzlies as much of this year. Uh, Texas A&M commerce is taking on Sac state. Sac state's laying 29 and a half points. Too many points. I know Sac state looked great. I know commerce has got an arena football head coach. I don't care. Let's go. Give me the 29 and a half. Too many points. Uh, Eastern Washington has taken on Fresno State. Eastern Washington didn't look like they really got a lot better, maybe a little bit, but they're heading to Fresno, California to take on the Bulldogs. Coming off a gigantic, talk about a letdown spot potentially for the Bulldogs, but, you know, I, man, I had a chance to interview Jeff Tedford this offseason. I, I, I'm all in on Tedford, man. I think such an underrated coach. Fresno's laying 26. Lay it. Lay it. I actually let's let's lock that. Let's lock that. They're gonna they're gonna take them down. Let's go, Bulldogs. UC Davis, only two games left, folks. UC Davis taking on uh Oregon State. Oregon State laying 22 points. I know Dan Hawkins. It's the Big 12, but uh Dan Hawkins does an unbelievable good job, I think, at UC Davis. But this is a buzzsaw. They pissed off Oregon State. 22 points, not enough for me. I will lock up Oregon State minus 22 against UC Davis. This is going to get ugly. It's going to get up. Look what happened to Montana State when they went to Corvallis last year. Uh, final game of the night Reese Poffenberger heading and uh, in, in the Albany Great Danes, who almost knocked off Marshall last week in Huntington, heading to the island to take on Hawaii, the Rainbow Warriors. Unfortunately, their head coach did not make the trip. I think he has. COVID, but they're not really saying it, but he's not, he didn't make the trip. He's sick. Best wishes with him. Uh, Hawaii's laying six points. Jimmy Chang. You know what we do here, folks. We have a theory, you know, it's just, it's hard to go to Hawaii. Hawaii minus six. Actually, sorry, Reese. Timmy Chang's getting his first win of the season. Shager bombs quarterback for the rainbow warriors. Got to throw for like 350. even though I like Albany and I think they're going to be a player in the CAA. I think you gotta ride with rainbow warriors to get their first win of the season. Folks, that's our show. We have a loaded slate. I'll be live uh, Saturday morning from our studios, SGPN studios in Los Angeles, California. Yeah, I'm flying back tonight. Uh, the other guys staying here in Vegas. If you're in Vegas, hit us up because the whole crew's out there. I'm just coming back. But uh, 11 a.m. Uh, Eastern, 8 a.m. Pacific. Uh, we'll be live talking about all the matchups. FCS, FBS, we're here. And then we have a recap show Saturday night. So check us out. Give, uh, give us a follow on Twitter at TCE on SGPN. I'm on Twitter at D. And uh, yeah, shout out to Mike Rose. Didn't make it on this episode, but give him a follow at GCG underscore wins. And, and that's our show, folks. Subscribe to the College Football Experience, uh, sg.pn slash FCS. We're on YouTube. You can watch it. YouTube.com slash the college experience. 
I also host the FC or uh, the FBS show, the college football experience. I also host the college basketball experience, the college baseball experience. We have the big 12 experience now out there. I don't, I'm not a part of that show, but it's part of the family. All those are separate podcasts. Subscribe to all of them. We come together as one on YouTube, youtube.com slash the college experience. Check out the sports gambling podcast as they go live from VEASAN tonight. Uh, and we, they, we, they handicap every single NFL game. So what are you doing folks? Check it out. All right, folks, until next time, this is the FCS college football experience week two preview and pick style. You better start thinking about yours and we out of here. Thank you.